to ask for tips about residential attic ventilation than the roofing pros in the field who see it and fix it on a regular basis. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVent. My name is Paul Chelsea. I host AirVent's in-person attic ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. Today, we have 10 tips we collected from roofing pros with first-hand experience. What causes attic ventilation to fail and what steps can be taken to avoid costly callbacks? Let's get right to it. Coming in at number one, the most frequently suggested tip we collected. Tip number one. Keep the airflow balanced in the attic. In other words, an equal amount of intake ventilation matched with an equal amount of exhaust ventilation. Intake vents install low on the roof or in the overhang soffit. Exhaust vents install at the peak of the roof or near the peak. How important is this tip? Scott Dennison, president of Dennison Exterior Solutions in St. Joseph, Michigan, requires it if homeowners want his team working on their roof. Scott says, we require proper attic ventilation, intake and exhaust to be installed on every project in order for the homeowner to enter into an agreement with our company. Tom Pika, steep slope consultant for affordable roofing in Aurora, Illinois, agrees. Equal intake with equal exhaust, balanced attic ventilation is always key. Tom says, Sabrina Johnson, president of KDCO Home Improvements in Akron, Ohio, feels strongly about this tip too. Here's what Sabrina has to say. You as a contractor are missing the importance of doing a roof right if you are not addressing all attic ventilation issues, both intake and exhaust. You are shortchanging not only the homeowner, but your own integrity. Tip number two, practice on your own roof. There's a saying that practice makes perfect. I don't know that we can ever be perfect, but we sure can improve ourselves through practice. And that's what Sean Bellis, owner of Epic Exteriors in Overland Park, Kansas, believes too. Here's what Sean says. My top tips from the field? I practice on your own roof. Try out some attic ventilation techniques on your own home, and then you'll be able to experience it for yourself. And then you can convey that experience to the customers and answering more questions in a stronger position. Go up there, close off your old vent holes. Install ridge vent from edge to edge. Make sure you cut open your soffit vents properly and change them out if they need to be changed out. Add some soffit vents. Maybe go up in the attic and partition, uh, put in some clear plastic or something to uh, maximize the effectiveness of your balanced attic vent system. See how that works. Close off any gable louvers or any uh, protrusions that might uh, disrupt the flow of the attic vent system. You know, inspect your insulation. Make sure that there's no blockages at the soffit and you have adequate amount. I have a temperature gauge in the attic that I use to kind of monitor the attic temperature throughout the season. Also, like this season, I'm going to go ahead and add some more soffit vents so I can see the effectiveness and measure that from season to season. And then I can talk about that with the customers and then convey that to them. And I found that really helpful. Tip number three, check the attic. AirVent is a big proponent of checking inside the attic when it's safe and practical to do so. So are many of the roofing contractors we talk to. For example, Sean Toms, 
Quality Control Inspector at SK Roofing in Eldersburg, Maryland. Sean says, Just because you see fully vented soffit on the outside does not mean there isn't solid wood underneath blocking air intake. Get in the attic or take down soffit to check. While in the attic, check for mold, mildew, rusty nails, all signs of ventilation or a condensation issue. The more you can inform yourself and your customer about the house, the better they will feel about giving you the job. Sean just described one of the most problematic and common mistakes in the field. Intake ventilation blocked inside the attic. This will never be discovered unless someone checks inside the attic. Corey Balwig, owner and president of Midtown Construction in Cross Plains, Wisconsin, continues where Sean left off. Corey says, I've seen old wood soffit covered by aluminum or vinyl panels that look like they're letting in plenty of air, but more often than not, the installer didn't remove the wood soffit to an adequate level to allow the newer soffit panels to move the amount of air they are capable of moving. Perhaps Jeff Heitzenratter, owner of Triple Peaks Roofing and Construction in Almstead Falls, Ohio, hits the nail on the head when he says, Never, ever take a shortcut by not going into the attic. You cannot tell if the attic insulation is in the way of proper intake airflow without scoping it out first. Richard Turner, owner of RJ Turner Remodeling in High Point, North Carolina, agrees. Richard says, It's one thing to look on the outside of the home to check for proper intake, but don't forget to inspect the attic. Sometimes the intake vents are blocked by the attic insulation or other items, and the air can't flow through correctly. Our fourth tip from the top 10 list is this. Don't mix exhaust vent types. There are five types or categories of attic exhaust vents. Ridge vents, wind turbines, power fans, both roof mount and gable mount, traditional electric and solar powered, box vents, sometimes called roof louvers or static vents or can vents, and finally, gable and louvers installed high on the side of the house. The tip, do not mix exhaust vent types, means do not combine any two of those five on the same roof above a common shared attic space, ever. Here's why. When we mix attic exhaust vent types, it could short circuit the ventilation system because air always follows the path of least resistance. It wants to enter point A and exit point B. And the air is not picky about the path it takes. Well, point A is supposed to be the intake vents installed in the overhang soffit or low on the roof's edge. If we mix two types of exhaust, say for example, ridge vents at the peak of the roof and a gable end louver on the side of the house, the path of least resistance for the air in that scenario is the distance between the ridge vent and the gable end louver. We're basically bypassing the intake vents. As a result, the attic is not being fully vented. There are other concerns, including weather infiltration. We'll dedicate an entire future episode to this topic. For now, we'll leave it at don't mix exhaust vent types. Unfortunately, mixing exhaust is all too common. Jake Jacobson, vice president of SF5 Construction in Little Elm, Texas, says, It's the most common mistake I see by far. It's understandable why it happens. People think more is better. Trevor Atwell, owner of Atwell Exterior Services 
in Greenville, North Carolina, knows differently. Trevor says, more is not better. For Tim Chapin, owner of Your Safe and Healthy Home in Akron, Ohio, short-circuiting is the first tip I would pass along to any home improvement contractor, Tim says. Tip number five is educate the homeowner. It not only helps the customer understand the scope of work about to be done, but it could help to separate the roofing contractor from his competition. That's why Ron Bastian, owner of Bastian Roofing in Richfield, Wisconsin, makes homeowner education a standard part of his process. Ron explains. Homeowners benefit the most when they are educated on how they will be benefit both summertime, wintertime, with the proper attic ventilation. It is part of my everyday encounters with homeowners to make sure that they understand the importance of ventilation. I love being the third person to speak to a homeowner, to teach them a small little quick class which separates me from the competition, which none of them have ever talked about ventilation to the homeowner. Tip number six is simply ask questions. Many of the roofing contractors told us that talking to the homeowner before the project begins helps them, the contractor, better understand the scope of the work to be done. Jerry Becker, roofing consultant with Roof Life of Oregon in Tigard, Oregon, likes to ask questions. One of my favorite questions to ask a client is this. So on a hot summer day, does your downstairs tend to be freezing cold but your upstairs boiling hot? And you probably blame it on your HVAC system not being installed correctly, right? Just talk to your client. Get to know how they live daily in their home. And this will help you out a tremendous amount on giving them the correct solution for their home that's going to fit them and your home's needs. Ask questions. Tip number six. Tip number seven is wet spots don't always mean leaks. Sue May, owner of A Better Way Construction and Roofing in Lincoln, Nebraska, explains, I have learned over the years that dark spots on the ceiling inside the house are not always a roof leak, says Sue. The challenge, she says, is explaining that to the homeowner. Sue says in the past, homeowners assumed all wet ceilings, walls, or any other part of the roof area is related to leaking shingles. Now Sue asks the homeowner to tap the brakes so she can investigate further. Sue explains, improper attic ventilation is a very common cause of wet areas in the home. If the moist air in the winter generated by the occupants in the house cannot exit the attic properly, it can condense on the building materials to the point it forms wet spots on the ceilings, inside the living space, and under the attic. Sue conducts attic inspections that include looking for other moisture-causing trouble spots, such as bathroom fans. One of the checkpoints Sue looks for are the bathroom fans ducted straight into the attic, dumping moist air. Our next tip, tip number eight, is keep the attic temperature manageable. Paul Vosen, president of DeGenhart Home Improvement in Madison, Wisconsin, puts it this way. Do everything in your power to get the attic temperature within a reasonable range of the outside temperature. Paul realizes that if you accomplish that, you'll reduce the burden on the cooling system inside the house. But let's talk about a reasonable temperature inside the attic for a minute. 
a homeowner should consider the balanced attic ventilation system to be working effectively if it can keep the attic temperature within 10 to 15 degrees of the outside temperature in the summer peak of day, 20 degrees max. Beyond that range, we'd want to explore troubleshooting options such as the R value of the attic insulation, meaning its efficiency, the type and the quantity of attic vents installed, etc. In the winter, the goal is to get the attic temperature as close to the outside temperature as possible to minimize the extreme temperature differentials that contribute to ice dam formation in cold climates. Tip number nine is use ring shank nails. When installing ridge vents, says Steve Ducharme, owner of Innovative Builders, Roofing and Construction in Edmond, Oklahoma, always use a ring shank nail because in windy conditions, roofing nails will pull out, especially if the decking is OSB. In general, this tip is about being extra mindful of fastening techniques. And our 10th and final tip from the top 10 we collected, a drum roll please. Never stop learning. Stay on top of your trade the easiest way possible for you, whether that's reading the industry articles you can get your hands on, watching technical and informative videos, participating in professional groups, attending seminars, either in person or online or both. And by all means, share your knowledge, just like we're trying to do with this podcast. There you go. The top 10 tips we collected from roofing professionals with firsthand experience in residential attic ventilation. I want to thank each of the participants who contributed to today's episode. Your knowledge, experience, and sharing are helping the roofing industry and homeowners alike. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave a review on iTunes if you'd like. And be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com. And please come back for more airing it out with Airvent. I'm Paul Shelsey. Thanks for listening.